Welcome to the Trifecta Podcast, video game podcast for normal folk, folksy type folks. I'm one of your hosts, Pat. I'm joined by Sam. Sam, how's it going? It's going. How are you? Ah, uh, finally healthy-ish. And we're yes. also we're also joined by Tris. Tris, how's it going? Hi, guys. Video games. Um, hey. <laughs> normally, and I guess it's really funny because I don't know if we've had enough episodes where we've done the same thing in enough rows where I could say normally, but I want to break our, our usual trend of us taking turns and uh, uh, open the floor to Metroid Dread, the homework you both gave me from last episode. Yes. yes. Let's hear it. So I completed Metroid Dread in a marathon session uh, <laughs> the wow. day after I posted our previous episode. Well, two, the, the two days following. Um, so it's been a while. Where else? Where is everyone else with Metroid Dread? You go first. I, I have not played much of it because I got into Ghost of Tsushima and a couple others. But I got a little bit of gameplay in it, and yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard for me. I love it. Okay, and Tris, how far are you into Metroid Dread? Let's see. Um, I think I'm in the third area. Um, I'm not really far into it as much as you have, obviously, because you finished it. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see what I'm trying to think. What's the latest thing I got? I just got the wide beam. Mm, okay. So you're able so, to do the, that's the triple shot, right? Yes. I, yep. I just got the wide beam. So I am definitely behind. <laughs> well, <laughs> so right. that's something I wanted to kind of think about because, um, I beat Metroid Dread and I have not picked it back up. And I'm curious if, so I had this feeling when I was playing it, I'm like, I don't know if this is a game that I would pick back up if I stopped. Oh. And I, and I don't know if it has that, like, is as much as I like Metroid Dread, I really do feel like the Emmys are a huge mistake. And this is a game filled with moments that I feel like if, if you don't like, grit your teeth, you can bounce off this game and not really want to come back. Hmm. I can see that. Um, because I, I and I and I don't. I'm glad. I don't feel crazy. I read a bunch of reviews, and the consensus seems to be that like the stealth mechanics are kind of half baked, and most people just you just you just you know th th run through those Emmy rooms because at the end of the day, cumulatively, if you just like mad dash through those things and ignore stealth. You'll die maybe four or five times, but that's still faster than attempting to stealth and still probably failing twice. Mm. Um, I I feel like that the the Emmy mechanic. All right, let me let me let me because you guys have fought a couple Emmys, right? Yeah, I've fought maybe two, and I'm running from the third. All right, so the Emmys. All right, the, let me let me divvy up the Emmys. I think that the killing of the Emmys is phenomenal. Um, the You need to solve the puzzle of, I have to hit this thing for a certain amount of time, so I have to find the spot in the room where I'm safe to do this, and it reintegrates with the I think that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. I think that the going through, where the only clever idea they thought of was... The only clever idea they thought of was, oh, well, you could eventually turn invisible, and it's only passive, 
and it never works, I feel like there needs to be a distraction mechanic or something mm. that you could yeah. do that is active and not passive towards combating the Emmys because the, the the bummer about this game is I think that it has some of the best boss fights I've played in years and they're gummed up in this like Emmy fest. Mm. Um, I can see that. And it, it's and I'm and I'm I mean full disclosure to people because I think it's it's fair to say stuff. I'm not the biggest stealth fan. Um, if you looked at my my level completions in any Metal Gear game, I'm not walking out with a big boss rating. <laughs> but uh, I, I still feel like 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 actually that's a pretty good thing in Metal Gear. Like even if I wanted to stealth, and even in the first Metal Gear game, I think you can knock on the wall, mm-hmm. and and cause yes. somebody to head in a direction, and cause distractions. Um. Or uh, I've been replaying uh, the fir- the PS4 Spider-Man game and those awful moments where you're Mary Jane. I could knock over toolboxes and people could go in a direction. Um, yeah. it's, mm. Instead of the Dread's idea of, to make this interesting is that you just, you turn invisible and you can't move. And those stupid things just wait for you to run out of st- to invisible juice and you die. I just, I'm really bothered by the Emmys. I don't understand how they were tuned because the bosses are great i think um it is it's the first metroid game i think i've ever completed i bounce off those games i usually lose interest i think um maybe they've lost something in terms of the uh feeling wonder but the idea that you can click on the map and immediately get like i have this oh here are the three places i need to go back to or Mm. the level layouts are designed to funnel i think in a really great way that is if you get a power you just kind of blow through and you really don't have that old school get lost crack solve stuff until like i would almost call the post game content if you're trying to get 100% that right. is where the, like the crazy 15 powers stuff really kind of happens so i think this game is a metroid game designed to be finished except for these emmys and mm. i think it's wacky that is wacky it is uh, i love samus though holy moly if you uh if anything uh you should play this game to see the cutscenes because my goodness, Samus yeah. has never been cooler. Um, have you guys seen? I guess. Uh, oh man, yeah, you've not played far enough to hear. That yeah, there's some, there's, there's a couple of things. Samus is just really awesome in this game, and I hear she talks. Okay, can I just can I spoil something for both of you guys? Yeah. She's see. she has one line in the whole game, what? and. It is in the um, the Chozo language. Oh, the bird people. Yeah, so she runs into a bird person and speaks their language. And it's so cool. Wow. Well, you know, the lore is... Um, I saw like this one-minute video of the beginning of Samus, how the space pirates attacked her homeland... They, like Ridley, like the space pirates killed the dad, and Ridley vaporized the mom, and then she wound up getting raised by the space pirate, no, then by the Chozo, and that's probably why she can speak the language. I think she's got some Chozo DNA in her too, or something. I think so. They, I have a certain thing where it's like I'm not quite sure how anyone's supposed to know. Like there seems to be a lot of lore, and they expect you by the end of that game to kind of know some of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't do they're they're not a big fan of like 
letting you know. It's just like they'll show you a couple flashbacks that are like wordless and images, and I'm like, oh, I guess uh, if I had to guess, I think this looks like this thing. But it, it's it, yeah, and it, I I mean, it's a game where the whole goal I feel is Samus is supposed to look awesome regardless of if it makes sense or not i think as a tone piece this mm -hmm. game is cool um i really like the boss fights i do feel um i was trying to describe it to someone is it's like uh i felt like at a certain point there are too many buttons mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. well it's like if you go back to super metroid that's a game about you tap the shoulder button to switch between weapon options in this it's like mm -hmm. you hold and then you hold this like in the final boss fight you're like <laughs> like all right left bumper down right bumper Ooh, no wait hold on left 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 oh triggers triggers this up down left like yeah, that can complicate sense. things for some people it, yeah and, and at a certain point there were times <laughs> yeah it, it's almost hard to remember it's like oh wait oh yeah i could do i never yeah it's just at a certain point like you do a lot of stuff and i don't know if they came up with the best possible control scheme but if you learn it, it's it it plays great. I think Metroid Dread is a fascinating game. Mm -hmm. um, however, I guess final thing that I guess spoiler not spoiler, but this game uh, I'm gonna straight up say doesn't have unlocks because yeah, you just unlock nice. JPEGs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's no costume. You don't unlock. There's there's literally a zero suit model when you die that you cannot unlock and play as. Um, you you get different kind of things there's like a whole bunch of things that seems like there would be unlocks that they just do not have and i'm not gonna fight the emmys all over again just to unlock pictures oh yeah that's that's fair it's, yeah it it's a weird thing um i did play 15 minutes of super metroid enough for me to be like oof i can't return to a game that doesn't have the 360 aiming pivot mm -hmm. so I almost and I, I know I saw in your notes that you did play a lot of it, Tris. If you would like to talk a little bit about Super Metroid, oh, I, my input is garbage. I'm just like, eh, I need the, <laughs> I don't want to just shoot at diagonals or forward. Nah, if you if you'd like to have a much more nuanced cover, please let us know. <laughs> okay, well, I will definitely do that then. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I definitely will then. Ah. <sighs> I do think that um, I think it is a shame that I think with any of the mainline Metroids, now that I think about it, the only thing that you unlock from, oh, pardon me, um, the only thing you unlock from Metroid 3, well, Super Metroid Fusion and Dread is you only get hard mode and you might get a gallery. But that's all that's all you get. You don't get a boss rush. You don't get like a mirror mode or anything else like that. I do think it is lacking on that content. But considering this is the first mainline Metroid game that we've seen since Fusion, which came out in 2002 when I was a senior in high school, I'm trying to give Nintendo and Mercury Steam the benefit of the doubt a little bit, just a little bit, because... I think Metroid, honestly, is Nintendo's lowest performing IPs, which is a shame because, you know, no one really knows Metroid as much as they do Mario. I mean, you say Mario, then that sells hotcakes. Everybody knows that. 
I mean, anything that has Mario in it, I mean, that's their bread and butter. But anything else that's not that, it's you're pretty much just shooting at the hip, and hopefully it, hopefully it hits. And I actually just read that um, Metroid Red has pretty much outsold every Metroid game in a first week comparison. You know, like first week sales comparison ever, which is insane, especially in Japan. Like this is insane. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't do Mario numbers, but the fact that it is breaking previous records, it's it's something to at least take note of. I am really hoping that we get more content with it though. That's the thing, because typically it's just like what you were saying. it's like, yeah, when something with the EMMI and it feels like it was stressful, oh that's it. Not unless if you're doing speed running and I've already seen, I've already just, you know, I'm not looking at it for spoilers, but I've seen people blown through the game in an hour, 10 minutes already. Like, Oh, I don't got that type of time like you guys, but must be nice. <laughs> but I mean, I, I will give it to him for that. It, I just wish there would be a lot, well, at least a little bit more, but I'm trying not to be really choosy here considering We've been behind a, we haven't had a Metroid game in a while. So, I don't know. That's just my thought. I will give them credit. They do have, um, they knew that people would do sequence breaks. So there are a couple um, quick kills and strats that exist solely if you do sequence breaking that are mm -hmm. in the game, which I think is clever. So good on them. I love sequence breaking. Oh, it's so good. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Oh, bomb jumps! Yeah, you don't you don't need you don't need shine sparking or speed boost. Oh, you can do bomb jumps. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'm like, oh yeah, this old strat still works. I'm like, hey, I'm old and it still works. Well, they have My that like they, they they have like a fake version of it. You unlock. There's a lot of power ups. I'm 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 gonna stop talking about stuff that neither of you guys have seen yet. <laughs> I know I don't know I, I just know a couple like I haven't even got morph ball yet which is crazy I still haven't got morph ball I mean three hours in hot like dude where's the morph ball I think you're close I was like god like what am I going to get what am I going to get first am I going to get the various suit before I get what the morph ball first like what is this <laughs> they make you want it but the ball's good oh they better <laughs> Can you shine spark in ball mode? Yes. Oh boy. This is oh boy. I think it's if, if that gets you excited, yeah. If, if you like shine sparking, let me tell you about a game called Metroid Dread. Ah. <laughs> ah. <sighs> uh, what do you think, Sam? I don't know enough yet. I haven't put enough time into it because, you know, then I I Ghost of Tsushima. It's taking up my time. <laughs> so actually, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll continue to make this a really wild show of us skipping around. I uh, uh, recently just added that as a uh, just trying to come up with Christmas lists and stuff like that. I tossed that one on there as like, oh, I bet that's fun. Like, I don't really know anything about it. What is the deal with Ghost of Tsushima? It's just, I it, I just love it. I don't I don't know. It's just it's beautiful. <laughs> it's 
it's just an amazing game. It's definitely, like I put in my notes, it's definitely in the top five games for me. It's so, so interesting. Especially it... into like the samurai type thing. It's just, it, I mean, Tristan, what do you think? You, How much gameplay have you put into? I've put in about 45 hours in Ghost yeah, of Tsushima. I'm telling you, it's... I'm not even done. You're, yeah, I'm it's... I'm not even done. What do you oh. think it's about? What is the? Years, I think. What is the? What's the appeal by it? Well, I'm, oh. I'm just saying, like, what's the? What's the really reductive? Like, is it like a Dark Souls game, or is it like Assassin's Creed or a Batman? Like, what's okay. the? What's the um, elevator? Elevator me. <laughs> okay. Well, Sam, I'll let you go first, and I am going to dive in. Okay, I'll do it. He's played way more than I have in this game, but. <laughs> Um, I really like the history behind it. So you play as Jin. Uh, he's a samurai warrior, and um, it's just it's just so cool. It's, I don't know, it's just it's so, it's so cool. You're trying to get the um, let's see. So the Mongols came in and invaded. So it, it's just I love the concept. It's just, it's such a cool game. I've never played anything really like it before. And it's really sucking in. So. I don't know, Tristan can go into way more detail because there's <laughs> nearly as much hours in it. But it's just, it's a game that I picked up and I was instantly, like, addicted. It's just so great. You have to try it. All right, here's my, okay, here's my elevator speech. I will do my best not to bore you, but I will keep this. <laughs> it's so not boring. It's, it's Oh boy. It's not boring. Okay. So, let's start with the authenticity of Ghost of Tsushima. So, Ghost of Tsushima is roughly based off of a true story, which Tsushima Island, which is a real place in Japan. Yes was actually invaded by the Mongols in the 13th century. This is an actual true story of, this is true events that yeah. has happened in the invasion. The stories are, I will say fictional, that revolve around real events. Mm -hmm. The developers of the game, there are Sucker Punch, so you know, they did, they did Infamous, all the Infamous games. Oh. Yes. So you're going to be doing quite a bit of exploring. The developers also went to Japan and Tsushima Island and did their research. They, they went to different shrines. They did, went to local locales. They definitely did their research. And what I'm, yeah. you can definitely tell. The but. details in this game, you can tell they did their research. So if it's infamous, this is an open world game? Yes. Yeah. Oh, if cool. it's one, two, last light, and second sun. Yeah. So is this like Sly Cooper, but you're a dude and you kill people? Eh, well, <laughs> you so definitely let's, people. So combine infamous minus the good or evil choices. So minus that, the open yeah. world exploration. I will say this is an Assassin's Creed light. Ooh, okay, cool. That's because, yeah. and I say light because there's no nexus or anima elements in here. 
you're not playing as an avatar of anybody from the past. You're playing as someone that is actually in the past during this time frame. And the biggest thing here is even though you're on the island, there is a lot to explore here. There is a lot. There are three sections in the main island. The DLC does a smaller island, but it's quite sizable for what I've heard. So here's the thing. You start, well, I will spoil this just, just a little bit. Essentially, the Mongols have invaded. You are there to defend your homeland. Most of the warring clans in Japan of your family, they've stopped beefing so they can rally against a united threat. And to be to make this simply put, they get their shit pushed in because the Mongols, they, they, they play dirty, they fight dirty, they play dirty. Hell, they, they set a man on fire who's supposed to be one of the strongest in the islands. Like, oh, yeah, I don't care about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't care. All said and done, you're busted, broken, bleeding. Everybody's wiped out. You're probably you're one of the few to actually survive and now you're taking the fight to them mm-hmm. essentially you're rallying up anybody that's allied with your clan or should i say against your clan by any means necessary to take these guys back to take the fight back to them initially you're under leveled you're a bit outgunned but as you grow stronger You gain new stances, new techniques, new um, weapons, like you have from shurikens to smoke bombs to kunai to other things too. And also you have a horse and there's also fast travel and you can decorate your horse. Yes, there is horse armor. No, you don't have to pay for horse armor. The authenticity of this lies, and also I need to remind you, are you a big fan of Akita Kurosawa? Oh yes, I have. Uh, I've got Criterion DVDs if that lets you know. Okay, so there is a, a Kurosawa mode in this game, where the game outputs the audio in mono, and everything is in black and white with like yeah. the stray marks, as if you're watching a Kurosawa film in black and white. Oh, that's fun. Really cool. Yes, it is very. If you want to get real immersive. Yeah. Does it remake the main character look like Toshiro Mifune? Uh, could be slightly. <laughs> there are interesting elements in here. Um, there are ways to increase your le- your. There are there are no levels here. There is not like a level one, two, or three. There are ways to increase your maximum HP. There are ways that um, you can strengthen your weapons because you have like a taunt, like a wakizashi, and a katana. They can be upgraded quite a bit. There is no currency in this game. The currency in here is just straight up called, I think, um, materials. Yeah, you just right? trade. Yeah, like th- that's how you buy stuff. Like, yeah, you need to buy materials. There are ways to actually outfit your armor. There's more than one armor. There's like certain quests that you can get, like mythical armor, and learn mythical fighting arts too. Like taking three people down in one sword stroke. For example, yeah, mm. they have like um, an instant kill. Yes, I recently learned. <laughs> huh. Yes, 
Um, it takes a good time on reading their face, basically. Yep. And let me tell you, the side quests, oh boy, you, this is the reason why I put in 45 hours and I'm still <laughs> not scratching the servers. Because yeah. side quests are fun. They're of minimum, they're like moderate length. And yes, there are foxes. You can pet the fox. Yes. Aww. There's one yep. beginning, I believe. You brings you to a shrine. Overall, this may not be a game for everybody, but this is a game that has been getting a lot of good praise. Most people were really upset when this game got outclassed by The Last of Us 2. Lots of people were upset. I was upset. I'm surprised, and I haven't even played The Last of Us 2. One thing I want to add about this game that I really like, one touch that they did is um, when you want to figure out what direction to go, the wind. You follow the wind. Oh, that's great. Such a cool little addition that they added. There's no line to follow, you know, like an unpredictable game or something. Yeah, it's very minimalist. It is. It's minimalist, but it, it does help you. But you don't oh, yeah. have to follow it. it and no, also, there's one more thing I want to say, and I will leave this to you. There are <laughs> duels in this game. Yes, there are duels. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's... You need to do your research. I know we, the last time I talked, we talked about something like this was Metroid Dread, and two days later, you wound up getting it and beating it. You're gonna, yeah, have... I know, I just yeah. devoured it. <laughs> now, I'm not. I think you have a PlayStation now, though. I, I do have a PlayStation. I do have a play. Well, I only have a four. Okay, well, get it. I recommend you get it. This is around Black. Yeah, it's around Black Friday right now. So if I were you, I would honestly get the um. You could probably find it for like thirty bucks, brand new right now. So I would definitely recommend it. And that sounds I, awesome. And I just acquired a PS Five last week, and playing it from four to five, can now you can play it in sixty frames a second in PS Five now. Boy, if you don't get your hands on this game already. <laughs> Well, like I said, I, I tossed it on. Like, do you guys use Amazon uh, lists? I like. I just I created a uh, like. Hey, if you guys want to get me gifts for Christmas, so I I tossed that on there. So now I'm extra looking forward to what comes down the chimney, so to speak. <laughs> Put it on there. Yes. That's what uh, I was doing. That one, be like, get this. So then, that's also. It sounds like just to confirm because uh, I, I there is a difference. This is a samurai game, not a ninja game. Correct. Yes. Sam. Yes. Um, one of my favorite games of all time is the very first way of the Samurai on PlayStation 2. Oh, I remember that. Um, I don't know how well that game is aged, but it's one of those ones where it's a very short game, but you could, it has so many branching decisions and like almost a Majora's Mask level of if you go somewhere at certain times and you could, I think it has like 12 different endings depending on how you go through. And I've always loved like a good Samurai game. Yeah. Uh, because of that. Oh man. So that sounds exciting. I guess um let's do you want to go down the rest of your list, Sam? I know you have two more games. You want to tell us about those? Yeah, sure. I have two uh easy games. Um so I grabbed Yonder, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles. I don't know if either of you have this game. Interesting. Um 
so my son beats you know we beat Zelda a long time ago and he asked for a new game and he likes he likes the open world games where you can just kind of wander around and do something so I got on Google and this is what I found so it's it reminds me so much of Zelda but there's no combat in this game it's a very relaxing game I thought it was going to be boring I was like, worried about that. but this game is actually really fun that's cool so, yeah i'd say it's a mix between zelda animal crossing and harvest moon wow um, yeah it's it's interesting <clears throat> and the graphics are really cool um there's no leveling, no leveling no health no time constraints it's just you do what you want when you want to um a lot of exploration and discovery so over time you pick up tools. There is missions. So like in the game, you're on a ship with crew and then they get shipped directly to this island. So like one mission was find three crew members. So they're scattered around the island and you get hints like, oh, one likes nature, one likes to eat. So you go into town and you know, he's at the restaurant eating. When you finish these missions, uh, you know, you can have like five missions at a time. So there's, and you can like do part of mission, go do a different one. It's really just kind of like do whatever you want. So the main thing is the island is covered in evil muck. So it's this like cloudy purple looking stuff that surrounds the island. So it'll surround a farm or a building so you find sprites and there's these sprites are these these little creatures and they help you get rid of the muck so it's a lot involved in the game but it's so relaxing because you just do it on your own time so i definitely it's it's cute i liked it it's it's a good little game and they actually came out with it's not a sequel, but it's a, a second one um, by the same people. I can't remember what it's called, but it actually came out the day after I got mad. Hmm. Kind of the same looking graphics and, um, and the same concept, only you are a different person on a different mission. <laughs> so, but I would suggest this one if you just want an easygoing game. That doesn't take a lot of thought. It's just chill. I suggest this game. That's really cool. That's yeah. Cool. I'm trying to figure out. Is it yeah. Grow the Song of Evertree? Yes, thank you. That's what it is. <laughs> Sorry, I, went, I went to the... Uh, it is made... Prideful Sloth is a great name for a company, by the way. It uh, is. I like it. It is. I don't know if you guys have heard of Prideful. Um, but yeah, if you look at that game that you're that you're looking at, bro, it's so similar to Yonder. So and, Yonder uh, came out in 2017. It is uh, Grow is for sale, ten percent off on Steam. Apparently, if I yeah, get this up before the 24th. <laughs> yeah, it came out the day after on Yonder, but I was like, you know what? I don't. I don't it was just. It was. I got it on Nintendo Switch. I believe it was. Third. Or twenty or thirty. Um, but they have these like 
animals uh, when you, you're wandering around and you run into the, one of the animals. Uh, it adds to the list and then you can tame the animals and bring them back to your farm. And it's just, it's cute. Hmm. No combat, but great for kids and great for adults as well because just relaxing, which is nice. Sometimes you don't want to play a complicated game. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I definitely want to get the uh, next one. Um, so, let's see what else have I played. So the next one is Hunt Down, which is, I don't know if you've played this one, Patrick. I don't know. I've, it sounds. Is it on Game Pass or where'd you find it? No, it's. I got it on Switch. Ah, gotcha. So it's a co-op arcade shooter. Oh, look uh, at so that! It's cute. Yes. Well, it's not like cute, but style. yeah, it is cute. It's yeah. <laughs> it's it's an eighty style retro shooter. Um, I started on easy mode, and easy mode's not easy, so it's it's tricky. Um. So basically, it's set in the 20th century after World War III. Uh, you play as one of three bounty hunters. Uh, there's a cyborg named Mo Man, which is who I've been playing as, mm-hmm. an ex cop named John, and a mercenary named Anna. So you pick one to play as. Um, so you have you can battle with shotgun, rocket launcher, assault rifles. We've seen baseball bats. So as you're like battling and shooting. Um, there's areas where you can hide. The bosses don't I'll still come back to you. But, you know, when you're battling, you're, you're a bounty hunter, so you're going after the bad guys. So as you're battling them, uh, once you kill them, they leave these little, like, they look like little jars, their health. <laughs> hmm. So you pick those up. Um, each boss is, it's completely different from the one before. So hmm. you don't know what you're going to get into. It's, you never know. So you get used to one and how they worked. You know, it's it's crazy. I think the second boss I battled was Sid Handsome and he was because <laughs> he, yeah, like you get half his health down and then he jumps up and like works out and then it brings all his health back. He's got his um, like weights, dumbbells or whatever. And then you know, you you battle him again, and he starts throwing his workout gear at you. <laughs> it's like it's, it's the craziest thing. It's a lot of fun, though. I'm really enjoying. It. I haven't beat it yet, but I'm really enjoying this one. So, if you're into that eighty structure, it's definitely ten out of ten. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. That's that's a it's neat mix fun. of games. So. You have an open world game. You have a, a yes, kind of like a, a chill game, and then you have a side scroller. That's that's a neat mix of games. That's that's a yeah. fun back and forth. I feel like I like a little bit of everything. I would say something like Yonder is a palate cleanser if you're the type of person that you know you're playing like a shoot 'em up game and you just need an easy chill palate cleanser. That's what Yonder would be. <laughs> yes. So I like a mixture of games. Yeah, so those are the three games I've concentrated most on. Those are really cool so, recommendations. Yeah. yeah, go get all of them. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, that's too cool. Well, Tris, what what have you been up to? Uh, be, I mean, we we touched on Metroid, which I think are your first two things. Uh, what else have you been up to? Okay. Um, so I know I did. I joined. A, I recently joined a Discord group so I can acquire a PS Five. Oh. Um, <laughs> I knew there was more of a backstory to this PS Five. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Basically, my search started maybe um, two Sundays ago, and there's oh man, I've learned quite a bit. I've learned one: don't ever pay scalpers. Oh um, no! I mean, it's I know it's a hot item, but don't pay scalpers. Um, two: if you're gonna buy it from Target, make sure that you log into your PayPal, have that account logged in and ready. Make sure if you're on Target. Make sure that item is saved in your favorites so you don't have to waffle around the entire store and clicking where is this, where is this thing. Mm. And if you get to say check out and it says place order, you keep trying. You keep trying until it says order confirmation or order confirmation. You keep on going until that happens. And three, I've learned that some of these retailers do their internal scalping for you. Best Buy, whether you really want to call this scalping or not, um, they had this event where you can only buy PS5 if you're a total tech member. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, and that's an extra two hundred dollars for for two years that you have to jump in, and there's no guarantee that you will get the console. Can you cancel this total tech? Yes, you can. Walmart does the same thing, this Walmart Plus thing, where you can get a jump on the deals more so than anybody else. And that's a good, what, 12 bucks a month or however they want to charge it. And you have to actually pay the amount. You can't do the free trial. And it's pretty grimy. It is pretty grimy. Um, I'm surprised Target didn't do it with their red card. Thank goodness. But for now, um, I've just been kind of... Playing around with it a little bit, I I did decide, well, I remember months ago, I did buy Demon Souls, so I am enjoying that. Essentially the same game, it's like 90% the same, but it's pretty, very, very pretty. Now, I don't have a 4K TV, though, but it does support super sampling. Oh, it does look still looks really really good so that's not an issue but getting away from that point as i go to the notes i have been playing uh what have i been playing you know i haven't been playing too much metroid dread a little bit here and there mainly because the emmis anytime i get caught by them i can't counter them very well so i just eat to death and start from the checkpoint so that happens Damn, Embrace the mad dash. Embrace oh the mad god. dash. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying to bounce off walls. I'm trying to hide. And of course, they run into the place where I'm hiding. Like, oh, come on. Like, why? I can't be mad at them. But, you know, a little annoying, but not the end of the world. Um, I went back and played some Super Metroid a little bit. Well, quite a bit. <laughs> um... Because I didn't get any SNES until uh, 2000, but I never bought Super Metroid. And I played it a bit before, but I just never got that far. I've gotten further now, 
doing a, a couple of sequence breaks that I just kind of figured out on my own. So I've been playing that. I've been playing the Castlevania Advanced Collection because I did have a GBA um, around 2002 or so. So I've been playing a lot of that. Um, mainly I've been playing Harmony of Dissonance more. So I've been playing that a lot. And like I said, Demon Souls remake I've been playing. It's really, really good. Um, they've got like whatever this new graphics engine it is now. They're the DualShock 5, well, the DualSense 5 triggers are, they're like a mind of its own. I can't really explain it, but when you start knocking arrows and firing them, it, it, when you start feeling a vibration, when the actual trigger in itself, it, 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 it hits you differently. Like, oh, so this is next gen. You're like, oh, I'm going to need a bath because I feel dirty <laughs> when you first discover this. It's like, oh, wow. Um, and Demon Souls Remake, there is a couple new items, a couple new armors, weapons. But essentially, it is the same thing. But there is a new fracture mode, which actually reverses everything in the game in terms of locations. Yeah, I've been playing some Shin Megami Tensei Five. Like, oh man. The big thing that I don't like about it is there is no vibration in the game, and it's only English voices. Salt. Really? Like not even like a like a four gigabyte patch or something like that where you can get. Ha 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 ha! ha. I wish, Batman. <laughs> I wish that, that happened before with a Shin Megami game, didn't it? Where they the Japanese. Am I insane? I think that happened. Nah, yeah, probably with Persona. Or like a Naruto game or something. Probably, some anime influence game to say the least. I did, I just realized that Shimagami Tensei actually started off in the NES. I had no idea. I didn't know this series was going on that long. I had no idea at all. I actually, started off in the Famicom because well, we don't get cool stuff over here in the U.S. <laughs> it was um made. It was developed by Atlas, but it was published by Namco of all companies, believe it or not. So, man. So, you know, in terms of Shimagami Tensei, um, the way how it is, it's you're like some sort of high school person trying to save the world from ruins and demons and whatnot. And you can recruit the demons and level them up like they're in your party. The only issue is, well, it's not really an issue, but these demons talk a lot of shit. Oh my god, they they talk and they break the fourth wall. What? So much. Like they say, I'll give you an example. Some of the demons would be like, "Oh great, I see that you have somebody else in your party. Well, if you're done being a punk ass bitch, you can come back." And you can come back and, re and recruit me. Or someone says, oh, what a shitty silent protagonist. I guess you're not going to be doing a good job saving the world, huh? It's like, oh, oh, wow. Like, yo, they talk some, yo, they talk a lot of trash. I I, I had to put the game down. I said, no. So yo, this is raw. This is so raw. Morning. Like, <laughs> 
I love how clever that stuff can be. I mean, that's what they brought it back for Persona Five. Like, um, did you guys play Persona Five? Um, I have it. I know about it. That's something. So, like, uh, Persona Two and Persona One were very big. Is Persona's a spinoff of Shin Megami Tensei? Had yeah. all the conversation stuff where you need to learn their personalities to recruit them and stuff like that. Um, how do you react? So I, I think this is actually some real good shade um, because Persona's a spinoff. It's like Shin Megami Tensei is basically Persona without the without the character. Mm, essentially, how, how do you feel about that? <laughs> um, well, Persona is kind of well, Persona essentially is an RPG, but the thing is you're not recruiting demons. That's the thing yeah. in Persona because essentially you have your own Persona to fight for you in your stead. Um, and you actually have a party of people. Mm-hmm. And Shimogami Tensei, you don't have a party of people. You have your own person, the protagonist, maybe another person, and then the rest are, like, the demons that you stock up. Yeah. Like, uh... I was trying to give the worst example. Like, Final Fantasy thirteen two. Sort of. Or, in other words, another way to put it is a dark version of Pokemon. Yeah. If you really want to just cut it down to the bare bones. Like, <laughs> straight-up dark, dark version of Pokemons. Um... It's a good game, honestly. Um... I I personally like it. It's it is definitely dark as hell, but it's actually really really good. So, and last game I played has been Blasphemous. Um, this is a game that I um backed on Kickstarter years ago. Well, maybe like three years ago. Essentially, it's a pixelated Spanish Gothic Metroidvania. And boy, this game is gory. Mm. If you want to know how gory this is, you know, there's a whole lot of ways you can die in this game. One of the best things that I've seen the main character get killed is if by this baby boss who's blind takes your body and rips it in half like a wishbone. Like, yo, and it's all in pixelated glory. It's like, ooh, like, click that buy button. And it's on sale. The deluxe edition is on sale for 20 bucks right now. Oh, nice. Strongly recommend a purchase. If, you, if you're into Metrovanias or anything else like that, I strongly recommend it. And it's been confirmed that a sequel is coming very soon. A sequel is in the works, and there is new content on the way. Oh, I think awesome. And I think it is free. Oh, cool. That's so, really cool. So definitely, definitely recommend it. And the music is so good. It's it's like traditional Spanish music. That's really it's, awesome. Yeah, so you can yeah. hear the cool guitars. Oh, my God. it's It's so good. It's really, really good. So I definitely, well, you know what? Both of you put that on your own wish list. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely have to try it. It looks neat. And that's that's what I've been playing for the most part. There we go. Um I guess I'll 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 go through my man, I feel like I just have to mention it in a way like you mentioned like a relative. Uh I played more of the good life. 
which is it's not a great game um i don't know like i think maybe just saying it's like a relative where like you feel like you got to hang out with it but it's just terrible um uh it's sweary's latest game it was kickstarted a million years ago i love deadly premonition i will never apologize for loving that terrible game i didn't play deadly premonition 2 uh d4 the fact that microsoft will never finish that game is a tragedy uh the good life does not help with any of that um it is way too many systems it's like uh shemnu if shemnu was made in hell um Mm. it's got too much stuff going on uh there's not enough voice acting but there's also too much voice acting in the fact that the people don't shut up but they don't shut up with their like everyone says something like has like a single line loaded into their character like so when you talk to them they all say one thing and then you get text Cutscenes they'll talk and that's kind of charming but sweary's characters like deadly premonition if it didn't have voice acting would not be the game it was good life desperately needs uh more voice acting mm. i got far enough where i unlocked the ability to transform into a cat and a dog um oh. And I just wish this game was good. It's got a lot of interesting ideas. Uh, but I, and I pulled a, yet again, almost like cheating on my homework. Uh, the pull quote from the Rock Paper Shotgun review was so on the nose. I'm like, I'm just going to rip it off. Uh, tonally stupid, structurally broken, surprisingly deep, and occasionally self aware. <laughs> that is the good life. That's great. Uh, the good news is that it is on Game Pass, so if even if you didn't kickstart it, uh, you could just play it on Game Pass. Um, I, I play literally anything else. Like, I, if you just don't want, I don't know. Yet again, I it, I really like Deadly Premonition, so I have this weird thing where it's like, oh, I need to give. He's like the bad version of Suda. Like Suda games, you you'll at least get something out of them. Like Swear, mm. you're like, I like that one thing, so I want to keep playing your stuff. And it's I've been chasing that high forever. Yeah. Um, but it's an open world, uh, oh man, it's like an open world game that has a day night cycle. That's a living city, but you also take photos and you have to take different kinds of photos, but then you have a hunger mechanic. Like there's a million things slapped together and it's not great. It's not great. Um, also on game pass, uh, this is such a fascinating game. I played Marvel's the Avengers. Yes. Which everyone in the world hates um but i feel like this is a behavior test it is the it is the um you could you have uh, uh you are given like the matrix there there's a red pill blue pill scenario for the avengers where you could like the avengers and hate the avengers and liking the avengers is just playing the story mode and then uninstalling the game and not engaging with its completely half baked um mission run mode thing that doesn't make any sense (laughs) oh wow which it makes everybody angry because it's a loot game where you don't see the loot um i mean the big meme is like the hulk's rib cage is like the thing you're collecting rib cages so you don't even get to see like a sicker version of the hulk i mean there's cosmetics but you got to pay for you you can pay for them or unlock them but everything's like like god awful like oh i have to do 15 hit combos in the air blah blah blah, blah. but let's yeah. not talk about that, that stuff all sucks but the story mode is actually um while uneven i had a blast with it and i think oh. if, if anyone has like a free weekend and is willing to deal with a game 
that has some issues because it tries to do too much. Um, it is a great, uh, fun, uh, it's like a Marvel movie. It's basically just like playing a Marvel. You, the, you play as all the Avengers. The opening one is Kamala Khan. And I actually loved Kamala Khan in this game so much. I was kind of bummed when you switched to the other Avengers. Uh, because I think she is such a well-developed, well-justified character. Um, she's great. A really, I know that there was a lot of jokes where it's like, you know, you know, that like meme where it's like, we have that at home, um, mm -hmm. where everyone is just the, the store brand Wegmans version of, oh, it's Wegmans, Robert Downey Jr. And Wegmans, yeah. but it, the characters are really well acted, um, I often think that Troy Baker has been in too many things where I can't enjoy Troy Baker anymore, but his version of the Hulk or um, uh, Bruce Banner, I think is spectacular. And it's, it's, it's a good thrill ride. Um, hmm. The only problem is, is that it's slapped onto a half-baked Diablo. So you play a single player campaign where all these characters have skill trees with like 75 to hundred things to unlock. And you will by average unlock four to five things per character so it makes it f you you feel like you're not doing enough even though you become overpowered if you do too many things to beat the story um and then not every character is equal uh in terms of mobility um kamala khan has, i don't know if you've ever seen kamala khan she is stretch she could grow and stretch mm -hmm. so she gets like she could stretch her arm out like a grappling hook um Black Widow has a grappling hook. Hawkeye has a grappling hook. Um, Iron Man and Thor could fly. And then Captain America is just this doofus that could double jump and wall run. That's it. And he's like the last guy you get. So it's like this big dramatic moment where like, let's do things. And like, yeah. you see everyone else flying around and flipping and you're like, all right, I guess I got to do this platform segment. <laughs> and you just feel so lame being Captain America. Um, but the story's great. Uh, I don't want to surprise or don't want to spoil, which I thought was actually a fairly decent surprise of who the villain turns out being. Mm -hmm. Um, if it is, it, it's about an eight hour story. I would just say there's a ton of menus, ignore all of them, just play the story. It is a little frustrating. The fact that they had to make a game where you have Iron Man, you have Hulk, you have all these different characters and not all of them are as fun as each other. But I think it's a story, if you're a comic book, I'm a big comic book fan. I really liked how they told the story. I really feel like it, it goes well together. And I it, it's like it's like a great tub of ice cream. And then people kept like, oh, I'm out of ice cream. So they just started chewing on the cardboard box. They're like, well, why does this taste like ice cream? Oh. It's like, just stop when you're done. Um, uh, have, you, have either of you guys tried it out? Yes. I what haven't. I how did you feel it? How did you feel about it? Or how how so, many characters yeah, did you play it's, as? It's yeah, I feel the same as you. It's just I don't know. I'd give it a chance. I should probably finish it. So I, I really I like their stuff with know. Iron Man. I think their stuff with Iron Man's real cute. It's it's yeah. it's fun. Yeah, I mean it's on it's it's still on Game Pass, right? Yeah, it's yeah. So it's like it's really yeah. like it's it's a thing of like hey. You have Game Pass. Um, don't pay sixty dollars for this game. No, don't buy it. But if you have Game Pass, yeah, there's, there's, and you know what? Part of Game Pass is they unlocked all the DLC. So if you want to play the other stuff, I didn't. 
But if you'd like to play like uh, the two Hawkeye campaigns or uh, um, the Black Panther campaign, you're totally able to for free. Uh, I don't think you, you should or could. <laughs> so I can't imagine they're they're well put together, but um, it, it's worth trying out the thing. Um, and the best thing I'd say about yeah, so and the best thing I the nicest the best thing I'd say about Marvel's Avengers. Uh, is it made me want? Wow, I really need to buy and play Marl's Morales, and I did. That game owns. Oh yeah. I knew you'd like it. Oh my god. Um, it. Yeah. it is. It is the um. More of that, please. And yeah. it's streamlined in so many great ways. In fact, I've I've gone back, and I've almost rebeat the Spider-Man game, and. I think one of the funniest revelations is you boot this game up and you're like, man, Miles, your skill tree is so small. And then you beat up Spider-Man again. You're like, oh, Peter, you don't know how to do stuff you should know how to do. Like some of the stuff you unlock in the skill tree in Spider-Man is embarrassing for not being able to do it. Yeah. So it, it's, yeah. they got rid of the stuff that it doesn't make sense. Like, what do you mean he can't web throw somebody? That's ridiculous. He's Spider-Man um like and it's it's just it's a great it's exactly what you want it's a heartfelt story amazing graphics so yeah you unlock a lot of great fan servicey costumes um yes. but it, i had this weird thing where for whatever reason i didn't want to wear any of the outfits in the cutscenes. i felt oh. real attached to miles is one of the story beats is him and his friend genki make that suit and for whatever yeah. reason i was like i gotta see him wear that suit Oh, I love it. Mm. Awesome. Um, but yeah, really great storyline. I think um, I think one of the things that was just emotionally weird for me is some of the collectibles are a little odd because they do a little bit of uh, like the like the other you have the backpacks in the first game and you get a lot of like oh neat it's all these Spider-Man Easter eggs. They do some yeah. heavy lifting storyline wise for trying to develop one of the characters in the game through a mm -hmm. collectible. So, like, if you don't get all these collectibles, you really don't hear a lot about one of the major characters in the game. Yeah. Um, which I think is an odd choice. Have you beaten it, Sam? Yeah, I beat it. Yeah, it's I, I really like the story at the end. Oh, my. I don't want to spoil it, but... It's, it's great! <laughs> the story alone is worth it. <laughs> like, it really is. You, it's just how I... Just as like I said, Mar yeah. Marvel's Avengers is like a, watching a good Marvel movie. Like Miles Morales yeah. is straight up like an awesome ass, like really great Spider-Man story. It is. Um, it is. And yeah. they couldn't help themselves. They have a good. There's a flashback sequence, and I mean this isn't a spoiler because everyone does it. There's a there's a little flashback sequence that he totally bumps into Peter before he knows him, and you're like, yeah. oh look, it's Peter Parker. <laughs> like oh, except he's got that weird baby face now, which I'm not a fan of. Kind of reminds me of um, yeah. Into the Spider Verse a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's so yeah. good. It's, it's, it's so good. Um, and and his Venom powers are great. Yes. It's it's yeah, so much fun. And that's a game where turning invisible makes sense and functions well. Unlike Metroid <laughs> Dread. <laughs> there we go. That's. That's my slamorama. So those are my games: Metro Dread, The Good Life, Marvel's Avengers, and uh, Miles Morales, as well as uh, Spider-Man PS4. Replaying that again, that game replays remarkably well. Those Spider-Man games are great. Spider-Man games are great. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, do you guys want to move? I guess we'll just uh, we'll move on to general topics. I only yeah, really have hard. I only have one. I'm going to replace the topic I was talking to. I was I had brought up. I want to bring this up real quick. Uh, League of Legends. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that big game. I know it has an anime out. Yeah. So uh, the thing I wanted to say is uh, they finally have uh, put out their other stuff. Like uh, they surprise released an RPG from Airship Games, the people that made the Battle Chaser RPG and uh, Darksiders Genesis just put out an RPG. They put out mm -hmm. a rhythm game uh, starring a lead character that was made from the makers of Bit Trip Runner. They announced mm -hmm. a character action game and a side scroll platformer is going to be coming out as well. Mm -hmm. And um, it's nuts that this IP is finally being used. And the uh, Netflix anime, uh, Arcane, I think is uh, shockingly well. I, I love it. Um, I mean, it's the backstory to characters that I've been playing as in that game since 2010. So maybe I'm a little biased, but I actually think it functions as a pretty a decent thing. I think it's crazy. I, I'm, I'm just, hey, guys, League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Very unhelpful newsman here. I've walked him to the news desk and I've just yelled League of Legends and then I've gotten back up. That's okay. My topic is not helpful. Either. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was interesting. Let's let's hit yours and we'll close on because I think uh Tris, you have a couple of things uh worth going into discussion of. Sam, what's your what's your quick <laughs> My quick quick is I just ran into this random article that Ubisoft is gonna have a theme park. Really? Oh. So they're building a Ubisoft Entertainment Center in France. So, wow. Yeah. It's, so, it's, yeah. So, the Entertainment Center is coming in 2025. So, it's going to be a while. It's going to have a professional film studio. They said other entertainment options. I'm not, not sure what that meant. They didn't go into detail. It's going to have retail, dining, hospitality. And then they mentioned this theme park without any details, but the theme park doesn't have a date yet. So mm. very, very secretive. I don't know anything else, <laughs> but I was like, okay, Ubisoft theme park. I'm going to, I'm going to watch that. If you can make it to the middle, you can find uh, black and white too. No, beyond yeah, good and evil too. Damn it. What? I was like, hmm, a professional film studio. So I don't know what they're going to do with that, but. Sounds interesting. I feel like there's going to be some sort of movie tie-in involved, if you ask me. That's what I was be thinking, and I thought a theme park. I don't know. I I instantly thought of Universal Studios, of mm. course. You know, they've got all that fun stuff. But we'll see what happens in 2025. <laughs> It'll be like an Assassin's Creed area. Yeah, um, exactly. That's all I'm like that. Okay. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil, a Rabbids. Yeah. Oh, um, come, yeah. Rabbids will be the big thing. Um, Prince of Persia. Oh yeah. man, I would love. So, I've been thinking about going back and replaying a bunch of old Prince of Persia games. Yeah. I don't know if it's is that easy to do. I don't know. I mean, if you're talking about the original one that was on like Amazon DOS, you could probably. Oh no, no, no! I mean, like the 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 uh, the, the the PlayStation. Xbox. Oh. You know, so the, no, no, that's not how it happened. Those games. Oh, those. Um, you know, that's a good question. I don't know if you emulated. I don't think yeah. they made a remastered trilogy. Um, I do know that the remastered Sands of Time has been delayed a couple times already. 
Yeah. Hmm. Well, Xbox just added another 80 games to backwards compatibility, so maybe that was one of them. Hmm. Oh, wait, I should have mentioned that. Uh, The most important news of all time. Sorry, I'm hijacking the show. Sorry, friends. We're hijacking the show to remind everyone that Binary Domain has finally made the cut and is backwards compatible on Xbox. Yes. If, if you guys have not played Binary Domain, holy crap, Binary Have you played Binary Domain? Have either of you played Binary Domain? Yes, big bro, I have. Yes, big Bo. Big Bo, yes, I have. From, oh, God. Sam, are you familiar with this game? Yeah, I'm familiar, but I'm the makers of Yakuza did a shooter that's like if you described Blade Runner to a Japanese person and then let them try to make a Gears of War game about it. Oh, no. Yes. Okay. And it is all of the Street Fighter voice actors getting to do long, complete sentences. It's wild. It's it's insane. It has got so many issues. But I love Binary Domain with every fiber of my being. Um. But I guess for for real people, it's like, hey, uh, Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand backwards compatible now. That's probably not something that a lot of people are excited about. Bunch of Star Wars games, uh, all the Max Payne games are now available. Uh, yes, the Fear games, uh, the Dead or Alive games, oddly enough, have all now all backwards compatible. Oh, one one through three. Crazy. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of weird lingering games. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if if you've been wanting to play Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe again. That is now backwards compatible. Oh, so this Mortal should... Kombat 8? <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I, I'm so sorry I've hijacked the show, but one final no, thing. No, no, it's okay. I, uh, when I got Mortal Kombat versus DCU, it was on Amazon sale. And back in the day, they used to give guys, uh, they used to give you clues as to what the next game was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I've never forgotten this because of how bad the clue was. Um, because it's Mortal Kombat versus the DCU. It said, in this game, Iron Man will fight Johnny Cage. Wait. And it's, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cage, not in that in not in Mortal Kombat versus the DCU. Iron Man, also a Marvel character. Um I still bought the game. Anyway, sorry, that should have been my my news bullet point that uh Xbox had another 80 games and binary domain forever. <laughs> Now, now I will step back. I will return back to my uh, my crate. <laughs> oh, your crate. Put put me back in my news crate. It's safer in the crate. Hashtag wow. game crate. Which is an actual thing by Newegg. Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah, it's like they're a gaming division. Like they do interviews and stuff like that and news. Okay. So. I'm I that I legally have to say I'm not part of Game Crate. <laughs> good job you done played yourself i know dang it i'm now part of this company but yeah well there we go (laughs) to to just loop back to samson real quick which part which ride would you guys ride would you ride the far cry ride the assassin's creed ride or the rabbits ride i'd do Hmm. I wonder if you could do like little like VR pods for the Animus. Oh, that would be good. Ooh. There we go. What kids? I can't wait to see what they do. We'll see. 
That'll be weird to see. Uh, Trist, you actually had a whole bunch of items. What, what What's up? What's in the world of gaming news? Oh, man. So... <laughs> oh, boy. So, I'm a bit of a Battlefield junkie. I literally picked up 2042. I'm going to return it to Amazon unsealed up. Oh, no. Yeah. So, Battlefield 2042 is a mess. Now, this is coming from someone who played Battlefield 4 when the PS4 launched, because it was a launch title. I can't tell you how many problems I have with this game. The game had lots of rubber band. Now, a lot of these games, this game had a lot of technical problems. So, uh, lots of crashes, um, rubber banding, lag, issues with textures, low, long load times. All these were just technical issues. Unfortunately, it took a while for them to get it fixed, but the game is very much still playable right now, even to this day. Even on PS4, you mm -hmm. can definitely find um, a lot of servers that you can jump in and start playing. It is still very, very, very active. Battlefield 2042 is, is not looking good. Like, the server browser is convoluted. It, look, there's, there's issues, gameplay issues, and technical issues. Rubber banding, clipping, falling through the world, can't get revived. You don't... They, they got rid of all the classes and named everybody a specialist, which is stupid, stupid, stupid. So... You may have the possibility of 128 people. Everybody's using, using rocket launchers. Like, wait, what? Hmm. Ew. Like, I posted the laundry list of what exactly is going on. And the maps, because uh, I played the beta, the maps are so big. Like, I'm running around for like 10 minutes trying to find people to just light them up. And I can't find it. It's really hard to find people there. Like, this, this game's got a lot of problems. Dice and EA rushed so hard to get this game out the door, and I remember they delayed the game by what three weeks. They should have delayed it by another. If you ask me, another three to six months. This Ouch. game is not ready. Honestly, you want to know how rough this game is? Um, tell let me. Here is some weird no, news for this. IGM. IGM Everybody knows what IGM is. EGM is a, uh, a game outlet. It used to be owned by Ziff Davis. They were like one of the most reputable gaming magazines out there. Then they closed. Then they came back online. So EGM is back now. They gave this game 100. EGM <laughs> doesn't give hundreds to a game like this. IGN gave this game a seven. Nice. Why did you give this game a seven? If you have this, so many problems. Like, dude, I can't even pick my class. And there's like no spotting bonus, no team healing bonus or anything. They did away with all that. They even got rid of the scoreboard. <laughs> Wait, the <laughs> score, like, don't you need that? Apparently, making racking up points isn't important anymore. You're you're just in it for the love of the game, pretty much. 
there's not that much guns in it. There's probably 22 guns in this entire game. 22. Hmm. If you want to talk Battlefield 4, you're looking at at least 70 to 80. Why? Most of the gun accessories, they do the same or have the same exact stats too. So if you have one, you have them all, essentially. So, man, this this really hurts because they upped the player count to 128 people now. It used to be 64, which was, what, 32 by 32. Now it's Steam results. Oh, my God. And then, not, don't even get me started on the reviews. <laughs> this game got review bombed to hell. But Metacritic is probably the sixth worst performing game, probably next to eFootball. And that's bad. That is bad. This is, I have yet to hear anything back from Dice or EA about patches for this game. I got nothing, Jon Snow. Mm. I got nothing. I've posted in the, um, the notes, the Reddit link that lists a good amount of issues that's playing this game and it is embarrassing like you need y'all need to see the the uh, videos of this because this, this this is insane like you want people to fork over 70 dollars for this ew i feel like ernest mm-hmm. p world when he says air hair no thank you like no mm-hmm. which leads me to my second subtopic Let's talk about Grand Theft Auto, the definitive collection. Ooh. So tonight's topic, ladies and gentlemen, is game developers and all the types of crap they can get away with. Now, um, Rockstar decided to pull all of the original PC versions of Grand Theft Auto 3, San Andreas, and Vice City from PC. They pulled them. Straight up. They straight up pulled them. To replace those copies with the new ones. So now what they did was they, they didn't even go to the source material. What they did, they ported the mobile versions of these games and ported them here. Got them up a little bit and they wound up using, um, uh, what do you call it? Machine learning. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> honestly, it, it's they, I've seen some things that is giving me nightmares. Like you see like this, this bikini wearing woman. She's like warded up with massive arms, massive legs. You got lots of misspellings in there. You got a lot of facial facial types that have been modified. There are a lot. There's some issues. There's a lot of issues here. But they just said that we're so sorry that we messed this up for you today. We pulled the games off of the network and then we put them back on. And as a result, if you still have your account with us, we will give you the original PC versions for free. Hmm. Because they delisted it. Why did they delist it? Many reasons, but you got to think that what makes, what, is the one thing that makes 
a Grand Theft Auto game, a good game, is the music. So you have some tracks in there, and some can belong to Michael Jackson, who's no longer with us. You know, dealing with that type of licensing, nobody wants to deal with that. Nobody. And as a result, um, lots of people had lots of complaints. They're saying that there's so many graphical issues, hangups, crashes. The way how the AI upscaling works doesn't exactly work on the environment. It's, oh my God, the list goes on. So my thing is, okay, so now you got two developers and they're saying, oh, come buy this game, but your game is crap right at the, at the current moment of sale right now. That's what's going on. You guys aren't doing much of anything about it. They did issue an apology. They said that they have, they're working on their first big fix and they're offering the old school TLC. Well, not TLC, but mm-hmm. um, they're offering the old versions of Grand Theft Auto 3, San Andreas, and um, Vice City. They're bringing them back on PC after they pulled it. So... This is a case where you need to vote with your wallet and do a little bit of research before you start spending money and then you wind up with a disappointment. I can only imagine the disappointment faces I've seen with those who paid $120 for Battlefield, for example, just to get screwed over in the end. Like you're really paying for an early access game and you know, the companies know it. When you have companies that don't treat their employees or like their fan base well, like the actual developer of the Definitive Collection was not Rockstar. It was done by an outside developer called Grove Street Games. And when all this stuff popping out, was just starting to come out, their tweet literally said, don't care, three crazy faces and a money sign. You want to show the people how much oh. you care? Yeah, that's not the way to do it. And you know what? They deserve to get dragged. Both parties deserve to get dragged for that. Because look, we're in this type of economy. That type of money ain't cheap, man. I mean, you can't just buy games willy-nilly and else if you got it, but not everybody has it like that. And so when you're spending so much money into this and then you wonder why didn't I listen to myself sooner or what's going on, you're literally scratching your head thinking, what is... What is going on in my my gaming community right now? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be excusing this. And I'll hit my last topic. Um, it's Nintendo Switch Online. Um, so far, I've only played a couple games with it. I don't think it's a bad gig. I don't think it's a bad deal. Mm-hmm. But what I do think is this. Um, more consoles need to be added. More games need to be added. That's what I think. And dropping that price a little bit lower would definitely be a better idea. Mm-hmm. Because um, that's a lot of a buy. That's a lot of buy-in, especially for the sixty-four titles. And oh my god, I've been hearing bad things about the sixty-four games, especially Ocarina of Time. Not only do you have more lag, 
this version performs even worse than you playing it on um on the uh wii u or yes definitely on the wii u like you have to wonder how is this even possible and then it's it's just laziness man it's just straight up laziness well i mean how does the life-changing adventure of jean-luc cougar star of windback play on the nintendo switch i haven't played it but from what i've heard it's even worse what no that's impossible windback is the perfect game well, i'll you tell you you're, you're the only one who have to do this for us well the problem <laughs> play windback well the problem is i think they remapped some of the c buttons they didn't fully remap the c buttons to the analog stick oh no that's terrible yeah so you're already at a loss right now and i said i'm not playing with that y'all can have fun they broke wind back how could this happen because it's nintendo they don't care Give i forgot to money. look do i have my cut i'm gonna find my copy of wind back i don't know if i'm gonna play it but i will look at it somebody has to play it i had to google his name jean-luc cougar which is a great name for a video game character Bring that guy back. It's 2021. What's Jean-Luc Cougar been up to? I think your boy, Jean-Luc Cougar, has been probably hunting for some cubs or something. <laughs> well, his team is called SCAT. The wow. special special covert action team. There's a lot wrong with this game. <laughs> wow. Oh, I love Winback. Until I play Winback again. You like um, Winback in theory. I love the theory of Winback. This beautiful thing. September 30th, 1999. A day that will live forever in our hearts. Maybe in yours, not in mine, buddy. Win back. Uh, well, now that I've descended into win back trolling, I feel like that's all I have to say today. Does anybody have any final thoughts? <laughs> um, <laughs> when don't you go first, Sam? Win back. Win back. <laughs> Win back, get back. Yeah. We're gonna single handedly bring Win back to win back to the to the people. Win back remastered. Bring bring Hashtag win back back. Win back. Bring back win back. Bring win back back. There we go. That's that's the one. <laughs> oh cover shooting at its finest. Well, thank you both for, for for being on the trifecta podcast uh, i i feel like our ending theme has probably started playing have a great weekend everybody you too you too remember black friday is next week check out some sales I, buy one of the things we talked about bye yes